Bless this star back in Mamba. <laughs> that is that bell beat grapefruit. You know what? All these go for several things. I'm pretty sure I slandered them in the last episode. How dare you? Um, because I said I got a batch of jalapenos from them, and they weren't spicy, and I wanted them to be spicy. <sighs> As the black sheep of the German Grotzkill family. Did you know that? They're like both from, I think, the same company in Germany. All these answer to jokes. I did. Mm, yes? I think they're the same. Mm. <laughs> we will have to Wikipedia this after the show. <laughs> I feel like they are like. I um, think they are. Yeah. I think. I didn't know they were from Germany, though. Yeah, they are from Germany. Do not. I do that. I, that is a true fact. But I think they are, like, on yeah. opposing, opposing teams. Hey, I don't I don't know all the things. I don't yeah, claim to know all, all the things. It's all that. It's all that. I'll just go with that. And for all the listeners that say. <gasps> They're both owned by the same people, according hola. to thedailymail.com. Hola, hola. There you go. Um, are you going to believe the Daily Mail? I don't know. I don't know. I'll believe them. Joe Colombay. There you go. Colombay. There's a and lot. And they're from Germany? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of uh, vowels in that name. Well, guess so. Good. Um, that's Ashley eating an apple, by the way. She's purifying her soul. <laughs> One pink lady at a time. At a time. Um, watch out, listeners. This is going to be a little tipsy. <laughs> But let me give the official intro, please. <coughs> please drink that. Gulp. Yep. Big gulp. Yep. Uh, welcome to the Recommend This Podcast, where I sit down as the host, Maddie Heinrich. I sit down with a guest. I'm sitting down with um, Ashley Brittingham. Who you might recognize if you have listened to this podcast since its inception. I'm a two-timer. She is, but we're feeling a little tipsy today. We're actually not going to recommend things. We're going to do recommend <laughs> things that we don't like. We're going to tell you what you shouldn't put your time into. Amen. Yeah. And usually we start off with a tasty review. But it might be a non-tasty review today. It could be. Because you've been talking about grass cocktails and hot dogs on streets. <laughs> and it makes me feel, it makes me feel things. Yeah. Do you want to dive into the grass cocktail or I would the like hot to. dog? <laughs> I will, you Which know what, the grass cocktail first? since that came out. Kay. I was talking to Maddie about the first time I stepped out of my Midwest niceness to tell somebody that, um. <clears throat> They're like, do you like your cocktail? I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I was like, straight Hell up. no. This uh, herbaly blend of magic you gave me in this fancy cup with this fancy sliced lemon tastes like grass. And she's like, oh. She's like, do you maybe want another one? And I was like, mm, that, would, that, would, that would be nice. Yes, that I would, would lady. be nice. Yes, your bitters, your bitters are grassy bitters. I ain't, I just ain't drinking this. So They make me feel more bitter than I actually am. I ain't man. But I will tell you, you got props for the lemon peel design that looked like a flower. That's but right. 
Mm-mm, I ain't eating the lemon peel. As they say, taste is king. Amen. Man. Or queen. I'll queen? I'll say it both ways. There you go. That's yep. what I'm talking about. Um, but can you tell me more about the hot dog in the sink? I just said that. That would be something I would not recommend. Ashley, to be clear, would not recommend eating a hot dog on the sink. Amen. Just like I saw some Chick-fil-A waffle fries underneath mm. an airport seat in a terminal, and I was like, mm. who would mm. drop mm. their extra Chick-fil-A waffle fries on the ground? And I looked at them, and I was like, would you be mad at me if I ate those? I looked at my husband, and he's like, mm, that would be interesting. I did not eat them. I would low-key say to not do that, <laughs> but... That's only in his opinion. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have anything you would not recommend in the tasting department? You know what? I wouldn't recommend IPAs. I'm going to stand out here and say it. Loud and clear? Loud and clear. I think that the fact they're known to, like, bite you back mm. is heinous and disgusting. Yeah, that's bad news. They so who drinks an IPA? They call um every hipster that is male that is my age. Uh huh. Yeah. Would you take? Would this be a tasty recommendation or a not tasty recommendation if a lady drives by in a van <laughs> offering Milwaukee beer to you? <laughs> would that be tasty recommendation or not? You know what? I think it kind of falls into a middle ground because I, yeah. I love that it happened, <laughs> but also I said no. Like, hey, that's a free hot dog, but I'm good. Hey, that's a free Milwaukee, <laughs> but also I don't want to drink that. But thank you, random lady in your van who wanted to you offload just, your beer. <laughs> can you just tell me why you want to offload all this beer? Oh, I love that Was burger. it given to you by, like, a spurned lover? <laughs> Are you going to a police inspection and they had to inspect your car and they're going to find it full of Milwaukee. I'm sorry, ma'am. We were going to let you pass, but your shitty tasting beer is allowing us to look differently at this. They have a, you have a 30 rack of Milwaukee back here <laughs> right next to your toddler. And I yeah. just want to know, why didn't you offhand it to that pedestrian back there? <laughs> because he didn't want it. She's like, mm, I can do better. I can do better. Honestly, though, she could have offloaded that on, I mean, okay. Take, there's a lot of college kids that live yeah. in this neighborhood. Any of the young males, I feel, walking along the sidewalk, she just needed to go a little further. Just a little bit. And they would have been like, hell yeah, brother, let's go. Uh, or maybe next to your outdoor vending machine, next to your neighbor's house. I mean, their whole sign is like in their messages. Who else True. can give you a lighter at 3 p.m.? 3 a.m. 3 a.m. Who can officer offer you free Milwaukee beer? Who could give you yeah such a thing like a lukewarm Milwaukee <sighs> at 3 a.m.? You know what? I bet lukewarm is where it was supposed to be. I'm going to just let that <laughs> one fester <laughs> and say no with my eyes. <laughs> Never! Well, there you go. That's what we don't recommend. Tasty reviews. Tasty reviews. And now we get into the meat portion. Meat and potatoes. You could say that, but you're allowed to choose your own entrees mm. that you don't recommend. Mm. Oh, I don't recommend. You don't recommend. Liver and onions. Oh. For, for the record. 
Just, I'm sorry, Damn. I don't know if I've ever had a liver and onions, but I've heard it from the smell and just the look of a liver sitting in a pan. I'm like, mm-mm, no, thank you. Give me a good old kielbasa any day. Kielbasa, smoke kielbasa. You know what? I've heard really interesting things about blood sausage. Uh, and I will put that on my do not recommend entree. Yeah. There's just like a lot of things I think I finally have had to look up, like mincemeat pies. And it's just like, it's actually apple. Yep. But then sometimes I think they do put some... Meat. There's sometimes there's some interesting meats that get shoved into a couple things that you I'm know, like, mm. it's just these Brits. Just the same. Those Brits, man. They just, what is the thing that's cheap brain? What is that one? Uh, say it again. Cheap brain? Isn't there a meat? Or, no, I think it's called uh, head cheese. Head cheese, I think, is cheap brain. Pretty no. Sure. I don't know if it's pickled. Head cheese? <laughs> yes, head cheese. That is the worst. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> we do not recommend that. I hate that so much. <laughs> Take it away. It's so mentally disturbing thinking head of cheese and brain. Mm-hmm. Yo, you want some head cheese? Hey, you could make a charcuterie. I dislike everything. <laughs> Things to not bring to your friend's charcuterie. You are not wrong. Ugh. <laughs> Wow, okay, so with our head cheese and our liver and onions, we proceed into bigger reviews. Oh my. Um, we can just kind of go back and forth since this is a unstructured episode. Um, I was going to not recommend some books by Lucy Foley. Oh, burn. Yeah, I'm coming in hot. Uh, you might know her from like The Guest List and yeah. The Paris Apartments. She is a very well-known author. If you walk into Barnes and Noble, she's all over the place. It she's will be like the the light-colored like paint calligraphy kind of across, or a black and white picture in the distance. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it's she's supposed to be in like that mystery vibe. Yeah. And I started her her the Paris Apartments, and I was so underwhelmed. Yeah. I got so far into the book. And it was still nothing. It, I hear you. It was like honey trying to, it was like crystallized honey. It wasn't going nowhere. And there was no time to soak it in some hot water. Nope. It just sat there and it did nothing. Where do you feel like your progress in your life of book reading, have you ever felt guilt for not finishing books? Or do you oh. feel like you have to read towards 30% or 40% before you're like, am I wasting my time? Can I find something else better? Beforehand, I always felt like I had to finish. Yes, and I completely agree. now, I'm a little more lax about it, I will say. Yeah. I will say I my DNF pile has exponentially sure. grown larger because someone once said, like, life is too short to read bad books. I'm like, okay, if I still don't like this 40%, why am I why am I forcing myself, even if everyone else likes it? I, um, I read that until 40%, and then I chucked it. I feel like 40%, you know, if you're not grabbing it or not liking people, there should be something. It just... It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. So did the same thing happen with the guest list? So after I read the Paris Apartments and really, really disliked it, I didn't even go further. <laughs> I was like, I hate you. Bye, Lucy Polly. So, and I just, I feel like a lot of people have really hyped it up. Yeah. And I mean, it's popping like up all the time on my so Goodreads still. So many reviews and recommendations to read it. Mm -hmm. And I just don't understand why. I don't think I it's hear you. good. I hear you. And interesting to read. What yeah. do you got for me? 
Ooh, girl, uh, this is going to hurt the fantasy community hard. Um, and I am very much in the minority here, but I was on vacation recently and lo and behold, Libby was like, hey, the fourth wing is available, which for those who don't know, is like one of the biggest fantasies of, I would maybe say this year, it's by mm. Rebecca Yaros on Goodreads. It has like a 4.65 out of over 100,000 reviews. So I was like, yes, please. And like That's tropes, you got dragons, you got dragon riding, you got a school, you got enemies to lovers and all the things. And I was like, okay, that sounds tasty for vacation. Mm -hmm. But I will say like I finished it and I was like, not hmm. feeling it. Okay. I just felt there was a lot of underdevelopment of a lot of things, which granted the author, I think, has been given like five more books to write in this series, but I was just like, yeah, if I read over a thousand pages, you should have, have developed some of these characters. Um, example, she rides a dragon that is supposed to be like the biggest, oldest, most powerful mm. dragon, and she's supposed to be able to like talk with the dragon. Well, they talk, but like, I don't feel like I know this dragon. I don't understand why he's the biggest, baddest, most amazing dragon. He's just a big black dragon, and he has a hard time climbing up to his back. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't really feel anything. And I think I read another review, and she was like, I don't feel anything for any of these characters. And I was like, I can see that. Yep. Yeah. So she said she felt like that was a problem with a lot of YA novels of just, like, a lot of action, a lot of things happening, a lot of skipping over things, but not really delving into, like, mm -hmm. what makes these characters these characters? Like, for example, the main lady is a scribe who is forced into dragon writing, but, like, I did not at all get that she's, like, you know, to put it simply, it's this crazy Hermione Granger. There was just nada, nada. So I was just kind of like, I don't know if I know who these people are or care enough to care about if there's four more books coming out. My goodness. So, Which anyways. I have, I have that book on my reading list. Like, mm -hmm. it's literally yeah. in my queue to read. Which, you know what? You could be part of the 100,000 mm -hmm. reviewers in Goodreads. You could. It's just wild that something that popular can have that many kind of holes and character yeah. development issues and yeah a lot of it just felt a little montagey of just like yeah. oh i got stronger this person was helping me work so i could ride a dragon but it's like we didn't get to see you struggling or doing that or like yeah. these people like helping you behind the scenes it was all behind the scenes and then i'm mm -hmm. like oh now what's going on mm -hmm. so and then big blow up at the end wait for book two and i'm like yeah you shouldn't have to give me a uh, cliffhanger True. to make me want to go to book two. I should want to be like, these uh -huh. characters are so amazing. I need to happen. You know, what's going to happen now? Do this next time. Like, you know, Court of Thrones and Rose. Is that the first one? Yep. That you're like, oh, my gosh. The people we thought we liked, we don't like anymore. Now what's going to I mean, there was just so yeah. many things because you literally care about, you know, you've gotten to know these people versus yeah. like, I feel like fourth wing. I was like, eh. These people are bad, but why should these be bad? And why should I like, you know, yeah, why do I care about these? Why do we care about dragons? If I can talk to dragons, I should care about these dragons, but I don't know these dragons. So, I don't know. I was like, Who eh. doesn't love a dragon? No. And that is why we say, no. <sighs> You're right out. Right out. You taste like a, a grouse cocktail. You taste like soiled tuna. Ooh. Cheap cheese. Cheap cheese. No, what did cheese. I say? Um, 
like a like a cucumber that's gone bad and Ooh. it's all slimy. Oh, yeah. oh no, the juicing of the cucumber. I actually caught Uh-oh. this when I worked at Starbucks. <laughs> they had these meal like lunch kits uh, things yeah. and they had like a little selection of vegetables and you oh. could see when the cucumber started to turn into sludge because it oh. would just suddenly become like this green slime that started oozing over everything in the oh, little lunchbox, oh, and it was oh. disgusting. And if someone oh. didn't like catch it soon enough, you'd have a customer that didn't see it, and they'd purchase it, and you'd look at the box and be like, uh, uh, "Have you not seen the green slime traveling uh, throughout your little?" So you would actually assemble these before putting no, them in the boxes, no, no. or they, they were came pre-assembled. to us pre-assembled. But you could still but see they the had cucumber like, sludge. Oozing. They had like due dates on the back. Uh. And they were and they were um, clear packaging, so you oh. could see when things started to go oh, bad man. and fester. You know what? Getting back to my original episode, oh, sure. that is something that like volcano, right? Volcano, yeah. cucumbers. That like volcano. cucumbers, man. If they have not quite reached sludge proportions, sure, there is still something about the, the acid and the salt that like in the pickling process that actually can. Enhance a cucumber for a couple more days in the fridge. And I'm like, okay, you look like you are on your way out the door, but we're going to help you out. With a brine, I will just keep you going. Brines can do a lot of good Mm -hmm, things. mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? Really quickly, I'm going to not recommend the third season of Ted Lasso. (gasps) I heard not happy things. Also, I mean, getting back to Fourth Wing, I mean, I heard that there was this not. There was way too many characters and not enough, like, development of our oh. main characters. Yes? Would you feel like maybe we branched too far out? Maybe so. Too close to the sun? Too, way too close. Yeah. That's what it, well, I also think that they were trying to wrap it up. Uh. And maybe they had too many, um, like, ideas and they didn't yes, really yes, hone in yes. on what they needed to. And they kind of, like, they made callbacks to, the like, the first season. But it, at the same time, it was... They were just trying to do so much at the same time. Yes. They were trying to put this happy spin on everything. Yeah, yeah. And they were trying to push a lot of, like, really big topic things, but they would stop after an episode. I'm like, that wasn't enough time to really fully delve. If you're going to, if you're going to delve into something. Yes. Like, um, like, like the topics that they were talking about. You need to guarantee more time than just oh one yeah episode. uh that's exactly what i felt about was that stranger things is that season three or four that was the last one to come out four four that's exactly what i felt about that that like okay we're carrying some like very heavy content in like discussions between characters about gender and identity but i'm like dedicating an entire episode to this when you're having these other crazy storylines i'm like mm-hmm. i feel like while these are important topics juxtaposed to our storyline juxtaposed to the story and the importance of our main characters so it feels dash. yeah that also it's just like what's your agenda it's okay if we're talking about some of these things yeah. and these issues because they do need talked about but when they're overtaking the entire story and the yeah. narrative arc it does feel like at the end of the day it's like what did i learn in that episode it's like oh we talked about some of these things but how did this add or apply to the story or mm-hmm. the characters and i just feel i do feel like that has been a slight issue as of late that they're like the writing it's like did you storyboard this yeah this is a lot i'm of really hoping smashing season five is going to be the final season and i'm really hoping of stranger things 
yeah, yeah. that they don't go the same way as Ted Lasso, where they, like, just oh. try to include so much, and then it ends up Well, there's writer strikes happening. Fuck, yeah, there is. It's closed down Atlanta, the film industry, and I'm in Atlanta right now, so I know a lot of people who've actually lost their jobs because, you know, all these studios are shut down. So mm-hmm. my friend works at a really weird, they sell, like, really strange, like, taxidermy and other weird things, or, like, huh. a thing you can rent. So people will rent them for, like, huge movie sets of just, like, hey, I need oh. a strange creature head for the so wall. I need this really weird egg glowing thing. I mean, it's, like, a really almost voodoo kind of yeah. New Orleans kind of shop, but he, he lost his job. He had insurance and all this stuff, but because the writer's strike, I mean, nobody needs Damn. taxidermy creatures. That's too bad. I think they have, like, an octopus and water slime suspended. What? Talk about briny things. Talk there about cucumber slime. So, yeah, that's another thing that I don't recommend. The first season was great, and I fully am going to give that justice on an episode that is not Ted or Stranger? Ted. Okay, yeah. Ted. Oh, it was wonderfully done. It was fresh. It was original. Fantastic. Yeah. It yeah. just started to... And the fact that our main dude, Jason, Jason, the dude, the dude is also a Midwest man. So... I love that. Power mm-hmm. to the Midwest. Howard. Power. Power. Mm-hmm. He was so tasty. That is fine. Amen. Amen. Oh, my goodness. His mustache was probably also my favorite. Those, it is interesting, though. I will tell you, that and Stranger Things, because of the powerful first season, have still carried themselves as becoming That's still true. iconic shows. Yeah. Regardless of the uh, <coughs> season two, three, four, and five, and whatever. So Where they've gone. They I mean, still 11. I still see 11 Halloween costumes. They're still, you know... Just that nostalgia of that. I Halloween. So Amen. Amen. Go. And Ted Lasso's. I still, there were so many Ted Lasso's like two Halloweens ago, man. So good. And beards. I was pretty sure it was beards <laughs> when I go to school. Yeah. Absolutely. I obsess. Oh, my gosh. So those, those are some things we do recommend. We might have a couple of these episodes just popped in here once in a while, but uh, tonight felt like a, like a good <laughs> night to just unrecommend some things. Amen. Any day. Sometimes there's just things you need to get out of your system. Don't read slash watch these things. Unless, I mean, it's a free country. You can do what you want, but you might not find joy in them. Or you don't trust my opinion on the fourth wing, and you got to take it for yourself. A thousand pages, man. Just just slurp it up. Go for it. Slurp it up like a bowl of endless ramen noodles. (laughs) That's right. Well, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime. <laughs>